Welcome to The Working Therapist with Hayden Bolick, a podcast designed to help you grow more, do more, and be more as a therapist. The Working Therapist is an extension of the Pediatric Developmental Therapy Network. We're glad you've joined us for today's podcast. So here's your host, Hayden Bolick. Welcome, everyone, to this episode of The Working Therapist. I'm Hayden Bullock, your host, and today we are talking about our Christmas Child Project. With me today, I have Allison Nance. Hey, Allison. Hello. Why don't you introduce yourself and tell everybody about your role here at PDT and a little bit about yourself before we talk about the Christmas Child Project. I'm Allison Nance. I'm the project manager here at PDT. I handle all of the recruiting for therapists and also admin staff. In addition to that, I work with all of our toy purchasing, stocking, putting them out in therapy, as well as um, for sale. And then um, facility management, I work a lot with the clinics and making sure that the facilities are where they need to be, any additions that we add, and that type thing. Fantastic. Yes, you do a lot. Everybody at PDT knows that. <laughs> when in doubt, usually the response is, well, I called Allison and <laughs> for any other topic that people aren't really sure of where things fit. Well, I called Allison and Allison said, so that's like the small list of what you do. But anyway, but we're not counting the big list because that would take too long. Okay, so our Christmas Child Project, that's what we're focusing on today. Let me just start with, I guess, from where it started, you know, Allison, we'll just start there. Many years ago, a long, long time ago at a place far, far away. No, not (laughs) really. But a long time ago, we did Christmas parties every year and we did them at a restaurant sometimes. We did several years in a row at my house. Then we kind of got a little bit too big for my house. And then we moved to a bigger restaurant, that kind of thing. And one year we were doing a Christmas party at a restaurant and the food was great. But I looked around and noticed that all the PET people were kind of mingling around and all the significant others were like lining the wall, like little wallflowers. And I noticed that they looked like they would rather have their fingernails pulled out one by one and it would be better than they're standing around at this Christmas party. <laughs> they looked miserable. Uh-huh. And the PET people looked relatively happy, but probably they would have rather been doing something else, <laughs> honestly. Checking um, their watches, all yes. that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly what it was. Mm-hmm. And they all were all on the clock anyway because they had the babysitter at home, and you know <laughs> how that goes. Yeah. And they were like, gosh, if we're pay for a babysitter, I'd rather be somewhere fun. Right. Yeah, because we saw each other at work, and they weren't necessarily so uh, enjoying the... I don't know, maybe they were enjoying it. But I looked around and thought, yeah, there's got to be a better way. And I knew also how much this thing was costing us, and it wasn't cheap. And thought, you know, if half the crowd at least is not going to be happy, then we ought to spend our money on something that where at least everybody can be happy and doing something fun and worthwhile and significant and right better than just, you know, spending money on food that people sort of kind of ate, but not really. So we decided to, after that year, to pick a family. We did a whole family at first, and we got the families from the CDSA. At that time, I think it might have even been the CDEC. I'm not sure. But anyway, the CDSA, they changed their name a long time ago. Anyway, we picked children with, uh, we asked them for families of kids with maybe that just were families that were having some money difficulties or couldn't provide any toys for their kids for that year for Christmas or the family itself needed groceries or gas money or maybe oil money to put their oil in their tanks for heat or whatever. So we decided to use our PDT Christmas funds that we kind of saved for Christmas party every year and adopt a family and then all the PDT people get together one Saturday morning, go shopping for this family and buy stuff for them. And then we ate a meal and then we wrapped the presents. And then the stuff was delivered anonymously by the CDSA case coordinator the week after. Right. So that's sort of a good synopsis. Yep, that's good. 
Yeah. Okay. So that's what we started. And many years ago, like I said, far, far away, a long time ago, we had, I think we started with like less than 10 kids. And at that point, too, we, since we had so few kids, we adopted the family, too. Right. So yeah. we filled up oil tanks. We bought heat. We bought groceries, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. But so Whatever since then, the particular need was for that family that year. Right, exactly. But it was all done anonymously, mm-hmm. and that was significantly better than our Christmas party. Right. Well, that was our Christmas party, but we weren't spending money really, a lot of money on food. You know, right. kind of kept it low, low mm-hmm. deal. So anyway, that's what we did, and now it's grown into... Significantly more than 10 children. <laughs> right. Yeah, so every year it, it's continued to increase. The reason we don't really know why, if it's the economy or what have you, or because it's become more well-known that we're doing this project. But every year it's grown. The CDSA we've continued to work with throughout the years, and they continue to give us children. But in addition to that, we've moved into different areas as well. So a lot of the developmental daycare centers that we work with, like the CDC in Rayford, Spain out here in Fayetteville, we get kids from there that are in need. It's an ongoing thing with their families, or they're just having a particular need for that year. In addition to that, some of our therapists that go out into outreach situations, they also are looking at and seeing the needs within a home. So they submit children or families that are in need. And then, of course, the schools that we work with, not only that we have a contract with, but some of the schools that we have children that come to our clinics to have services. So we've kind of branched out from the original CDC format and really getting a lot of other children from different areas in the community and not just Cumberland County, but, you know, Hope County, Cumberland County, Moore County, Richmond County, all the counties that our practice serves are being served through this program. And it really has, like you said, it really has grown. I mean, I think you said it, but I think word of mouth has grown and I think it's Mm -hmm. just a needy you know, we've got a needy area sometimes, and we've got a lot of children out there who just aren't going to have Christmas. And, you know, to think about when we adopt these families, when we adopt these kids, sometimes there's little kids in the family, but then a lot of times there's older kids and school-age kids. And for me to think about a child having to go back to on the Monday or after Christmas break or whatever and be sitting at the lunch table and have all the kids around and talking about, oh, well, I got, this is going to date me. I got this Game Boy. Game Boys aren't even a thing anymore. I got this, uh, <laughs> what was that, 10 years ago? I got this, whatever, Xbox or PlayStation 4 or what I don't even know anymore what they all are. But anyhow, I got this cool toy for Christmas and this cool thing. And for them to not contribute or think that they got anything just makes me sad. Yeah. So, And not only has the program grown as far as where we're getting the children from, but also the number of children that we're providing each year. We've gone from the family scenario with each year more and more children being added to that. So we've gone from the family to, you know, 20 children, 50 children. Year before last, we did like 88 children, I think. And this past year, we did 120 children, which is remarkable that our staff can come together and just as a cohesive unit, just get all this done in a short amount of time. Yes. yes. So, But there's a lot of prep work that goes on. And um, every year we learn from it and we perfect it. So this year we've got a whole new plan of how we can do things a little bit different, more efficient, and still be able to enjoy that time together. So one thing we do is we, prior to the day, we sort of organize 
kids into teams. And well, actually divide the therapist into teams. Right. Yes. So the therapist for our practice, we have three different clinics. And in addition to that, all the different service areas like the developmental daycare centers. So some of our therapists don't ever see each other. Right. It is an opportunity for us to come together as a practice to bond. And what I try to do is to mix these teams up so that it's not the same people that you would happen to see. So they're actually being able to get to know people that are on a different team or in a different clinic or location. And then on each team, I try to put like an OT speech person and also physical therapist and an admin person Mm -hmm. so that those people, as they go out with this list of gifts for these children, if there is a need specifically for one of those therapies, that that person is there as the expert of what should be given to this child based upon their age and their levels and that type thing. So and mm-hmm. they're very thoughtful in their gift giving. Yep. And usually that is the case because we've had to adapt bicycles, adapt tricycles. Mm-hmm. We've had to get sometimes mm-hmm. certain toys for kids with low vision or right. the kids that can't see. We have to certain like tactile. We have to try to get different toys that light up or vibrate or, you know, have different tactile whatever so that kids who maybe are low vision can't see them or kids with like sensory issues. You know, mm-hmm. so we have needed OT in there or maybe kids with certain communication problems. A speech therapist can help out. And then it also gives the admin staff an opportunity to work with all the therapists. If they work on their stuff all the time, like their billing and their... Talk on the their, phone all the time. <laughs> right. But they don't get to see and interact with them. So it's really kind of mm-hmm. nice for the admin staff too to sort of see a little bit of therapy and, you know, because a little bit of therapy talk. Right, exactly. Yeah, so it's good. So basically, we divide the therapist into teams, Mm -hmm. and then we give them a list of kids that they shop for. Right. Because we do have a very extensive toy inventory here, we've been also very thoughtful about Mm -hmm. when we're buying what type of things that we see every year that are coming through, like flashcards and baby dolls and footballs and and those type things. So we, yes, like Hot Wheels. We have already have a lot of toys back in our toy inventory that are ready and set and available to start sorting through soon. But yes, that money that we save doing that, we can use it on different things for the children. So we should probably talk a little bit about out all the work that has to be done, Allison, by you ahead of this Saturday when we all get together, which is we've had to get a little bit more streamlined or organized or right. whatever you say about the, however you want to call it, about the getting the children process. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So really in, in September, I start putting together the timeline. So the timeline for me is my organizational or my checklist, if you will, on what things need to be done leading up to the event. One of the first things that is done is that we come up with the form that goes out to all the caseworkers. That form is sent out to them by email. This year, we're going to do it a little bit different. It's going to be really nice. Jaron Burkhart is working with us to come up with a web-based email that will go out. He's Um, snazzing it up. He's snazzing it up, and Mm -hmm. it's going to look really nice. Mm -hmm. And then the CDSA caseworkers usually start calling me about when that's coming out. They're looking for it. So that goes out to them. They start filling it out. Most of the time, we don't even know the name of these children that come to us. We know their stories and what they need. We have all that information so that it helps us buy better for that child. So once that happens, there's a deadline this year. I think it's November 14th that they have that time frame to submit kids. Right. 
So that's the first thing that happens. Once we have that, and that there is some going back and forth for me to get more information about some of the children. I have to call some of the caseworkers to say, I need to have a little bit more about this child. When you say that they need flashcards, what type of flashcards? When you say they need light-up toys, what is it that you're trying to accomplish with that light-up toy? So that when I actually give this to the teams to go out and buy for, they have the all the information that they need to make the best purchase for that child. So all that stuff happens. Then once we do that, then we start sorting and working with the toys that we have in the inventory. This year, we are doing it a little bit different. We're asking because there's only a few people here, and we're asking for the entire practice to help with the event both prior to, the day of, and even some afterwards. So we've kind of divided everybody that works for PDT up into different areas to help us out with this project. And I think what you really work hard to do is make sure we cater to each child. And so when you're dealing with 120 kids, that's no easy feet. I mean, that's a lot of work. It's a lot of work that you have to do in advance because where you have to call the service coordinators, like you say, you have to find when they say like a light up toy, you're really trying to get specifics of what light up toy so that you can give that information to the therapist so they can really get something that's going to be very useful, functional, practical for that child. And it really caters to that child. So I think there's a lot of work that is all around that whole concept, you know, because we really work hard to give the kids what they really want. So the parents you know, so the kids really have what they need and want. Right. Because it's not only a toy in some cases for them just to play with, but it's also something to help them in maybe accomplishing a goal that Mm -hmm. they have in speech or in OT or PT. So it has kind of a dual purpose there. And, you know, we in general as a practice, I know I am, I'm a toy snob. Like I only like certain (laughs) kinds of toys and and good toys. Bubbles. Right. And so I'm bubble snob, Play-Doh snob, Uh I am all that. And I only like stuff that's going to like last a long time. It's got a lot of uses that's not cheap. And I think... I think our therapists are the same way. I see them like, well, I know that in advance with you and I, with us pulling from our own toy inventory for the stuff that we already have in stock and we buy in bulk for therapy all year long. I know the stuff that we pull and we buy to give to these kids. I know that they're good quality toys that we're right. given. The kids are going to be able to use them all year. But also I noticed that when the therapists are shopping at Target, they're also being very picky about what they buy. They are. It is funny to walk through the aisles and see the heads that are put together and they're <laughs> looking over the sheets and mm-hmm. holding things up and reading things. It's not just throwing stuff in the cart. Mm-hmm. They're actually really, really, really looking at everything and making sure it's the best thing for that particular child. Yeah, they are shopping. They are shopping. They are shopping. They are shopping. And we draw a lot of attention while we're there. Yes, yes. And we all have on the same color t-shirt. Sort of a spectacle. It's becoming more and more of a spectacle. And people are like, what are y'all doing? Lots of questions about that. Mm-hmm. So in advance, let's talk a little bit more about that. So in advance, you kind of, what you do is take our conference room, you divide all these families and kids up into groups, of course, and then you have Mm -hmm. a paper bag per child. And then a group, a family group. So if you can envision it for people who are listening, envision it like, you know, paper bags all lined up all over our conference room. Like the whole conference room is filled, the floor is filled with paper bags. Yes. Like grocery bags. Yeah. And on the walls, it has the caseworker's name. So I know Mm -hmm. in this particular caseworker, this is her corner. Right. And in her corner, there are the line for each family and each child in that family has their own 
paper grocery bag with their name on it right. and their age and so that I know as I'm starting to feel with you Hayden and other people that we brought in that this child you know I have her list she wants a you know a baby doll so I'll go in from our inventory and pull that baby doll for her and we have to look at the age too because you know not all baby dolls are for a 18 month old. Right, exactly. You know, that baby doll in stock might go more for a five year old. So we have to look at the ages and everything and make everything appropriate. Yep, exactly. The conference room is definitely taken over. You can hardly walk in there because there are so many bags everywhere. But it's very organized, believe it or not, by the caseworkers and by who submitted those and by family. So once those bags are filled, last year we actually took the bags out to Westgate and we had. The therapist, once we came back in, they wrapped everything. This year, we're going to do a little bit different to Mm -hmm. kind of help with the flow of everything. So we are going to have a wrapping team that will come in prior to the event (laughs) and wrap all of the presents that are in the bags so that when the therapists come in on Saturday, Saturday, that those items will already be wrapped. So they're just going to be wrapping the ones that they've themselves purchased that day at Target. And then we'll get all the presents and package them together for that family. Because it was a serious like wrapping free-for-all last year. It was a serious wrapping craziness. It was insanity. Yeah. So in last year, (laughs) and that's a good jumping off point, actually, Hayden, because last year we were all over each other. Our practice has definitely grown. We have a lot of therapists and staff members in there. We're all crawling around on the floor trying to grab tape and you took my scissors. Scissors. <laughs> scissors. Give me back my scissors. Yeah, everybody was fighting and everything is funny. So this year we have outgrown Westgate, which is our biggest open facility area. Mm-hmm. So we have gone to another location this year. We're gonna be at Cliff Hill Recreation Center, which is in between Westgate and Target's very close to Target, so yep. we can get there within five minutes from leaving. It's an open area so that we'll be able to set up wrapping stations and have some more open areas so that we're not all over each other and yes. be able to move around and wrap more efficiently and that type thing. But it's also going to allow us, because we do have a bigger area this year, to do some new fun things. And Jaron, again, has been working to come up with some games and some surprises this year for our team so that we will have an opportunity not only to wrap and to fellowship and to have lunch, but also to do some fun things, too, to help us to get to know each other better and just laugh and have fun because that's what it's about. It is really about that and doing something, you know, you can feel really good about what you're doing for the kids. And it's interesting. I've been on the side of where I've actually been on a team shopping for the kids. Lately, I've been a floater, so I just float from team to team, which is a nice thing to do because you can see Mm -hmm. all the teams and see them all buying. It's very, from my perspective, it's very cool. But I've been on the, where I've been on a team before and I've gotten, you get this list of kids that you're shopping for and it can say like two-year-old needs, size 2T jacket, size, you know, hat, Mm -hmm. gloves, Mm -hmm. wants, you know, like baby doll blocks. It can just have a few things on the list. And so you don't know the child's name, but you kind of, after you shop for them, you sort of kind of get to know them because the list is very specific. Like they need a jacket. They need, you know, likes purple, likes pink. You know, you can get like a six-year-old girl, loves crafts. You kind of start to kind of get connected. Yeah, you get connected. You almost like start to envision a face or envision, you know, the child waking up Christmas morning and playing with her little craft thing. So you start to kind of get to know this 
family a little mm-hmm. bit because we have the team of therapists shopping for families of kids. So it's a good event. Plus, it makes you feel like you're doing a really good thing and you feel connected to these little people. Right. Even though we never see on our end, I mean, as long as I've been doing this, I've never been on the delivery side of it. So I've never seen on the delivery side what happens. But I do see the big, huge, and they're huge garbage bags filled with gifts that really take up our whole Westgate clinic when it's all said and done that these people have to pick up and deliver out to families. So uh, let me just uh, go back to the paper bag area just to let you know the process of all that. So then this year we're doing a little bit different. We actually have a U-Haul that's coming and we're going to have teams to load all these paper bags into the Mm U-Haul. We'll deliver those to Cliffdale and set them up in an organized manner so that when that team of therapists come in, they'll have their area to go to to wrap and everything will be organized there. Then there's another team that will have to gather all these into the paper bag. The big black plastic bags, actually, the big Santa bags, as I like to call them, by caseworkers. It will load those into the U-Haul and take them to Westgate. And then the next Monday, which will be the 15th, then the caseworkers will come that morning to pick up their Santa bags, and they take them to deliver them to the children. So what that does, it is an anonymous thing. The caseworkers know where they're going. We don't. We just know these kids are getting Christmas. But for us, it's not us tooting our own horn. It's Mm -hmm. us giving hope to these families. And it empowers the families because they have these gifts now to give them to their children from them. Yeah, Allison, that's a good point because we are empowering the family. So when these gifts are delivered— we're really giving them to the family so that they can give them to their kids on Christmas morning. So that's right. really what happens. Right. And we at PDT, all of us here, are very blessed. And we have more than we need, more than we deserve, all of that. So because we are so blessed and because we have been given so much and we do all have more than we really truly deserve, this is how we give back. And this is how we can give to kids or families who, you know, a lot of our families are working or they've got medical issues or whatever, and they just can't mm-hmm. afford to do a Christmas for their kids. And right. it's not about the Christmas gifts. It's about every kid getting something new and feeling special and just having a little, just a nice, happy, good day. You know, yeah. everybody deserves to have a happy, good day mm-hmm. and to feel loved. And these kids need to feel loved and, and just feel like, okay, I'm special. I got this new thing and it's special because they are special children. And so we've adopted this Bible verse that we used last year and this year, and it's Deuteronomy 16, 17. And it says, every man shall give as he is able, according to the blessings of the Lord, your God, which he has given you. And so we take that and we kind of think that sort of encompasses what we do with this whole Christmas Child Project. And we've taken that verse and then we've put it on a sticker and then we put that on the gifts so that we can also pass that on to the families and help maybe them to understand why we're doing what we're doing. Yeah, hey, and that's just a great point because, you know, as therapists, we do provide these services and that gift of hope to a lot of these families. So that scripture and just our philosophy here of giving back as we're called to do, that's what this whole project really is about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Because uh, all these little people that we give gifts to, this is what I just keep thinking about with, they're all special children of God. And so, yeah, this is our way to make them feel loved and feel like that on Christmas yeah. morning. So I love what you said that about Christmas morning, because I do, I mean, I know you do the same thing, but I do think about as I sit there and Look at my family opening mm-hmm. presents, thinking, gosh, what's happening at that family? You know, that kid that we got a bite for. I mean, think about that face of that child mm-hmm. that is all of a sudden thinking he's not going to have anything. And then, wow, he's got that bite there waiting for him. How exciting is that? 
Yeah, it's a pretty special thing. And I think about that too, Allison, because I think about like, God, I wonder if they like that Dora doll. If they really want that Dora doll, then we really try hard to do that. Or if, oh gosh, I remember last year, I think it was one family and they had all girls. And so I remember we loaded them up with a lot of oh, like yeah. girly, girly, girly stuff. stuff. <laughs> and they had, and the girls were similar in age. They each got their own stuff, but yet they could easily intermix and change and share easily. And so I remember thinking about that group specifically thinking, I hope they liked all their babies they got. And, Mm -hmm. you know, because we gave them like, I think one girl got like feeding stuff. Another girl got like baby doll, um, like bottles and strollers. So they could easily share all that stuff. And so I just remember thinking about that little group in particular. But you do think about that. You're right. You know, and you wonder but, and but, that's the, that really is the end result of it is mm-hmm. just to know that that joy has been brought to those families, mm-hmm. to take that pressure off of the parents thinking, you know, I can't provide this for my children this year, mm-hmm. and just the joy that it gives them, hopefully seeing their child have that joy as well. Mm-hmm. I agree. And so I think that is communicated to our therapists and our admin staff as well, our, just all of our staff here, because really... The environment and the atmosphere and the energy from that Saturday, it's so good. And it's so much better than a Christmas party. And it's really, I had no idea that it would be such a great thing so many very years ago. Yeah, and I think that's, again, a good transition point because I do want to talk a little bit about some of the people that we partnered with. You know, we started off just doing it ourselves, but there were some things that came up in the years, things that we couldn't perhaps provide. And so what we did was we worked with several companies here Mm -hmm. in town that have provided financially for us, but also in donations as well. The ReStore has provided, you know, sofas and beds and bed frames and stuff for some of the children that, you know, as our therapists went out into the home, saw that the children didn't have anything to sleep on or didn't have blankets. So we were able to get some of those things donated. And we financially received support through Valley Motors and also through Gill Security. Target has been a great partner for us this year. And in the last couple of years past, not only have they allowed us to invade their Saturday mornings, but they have been very generous with us with helping with some of the bikes and some of the other things that you know, the bigger ticket items that they could help us with so that we could take that money and put more into like the toiletries and the clothes and stuff like that. So we do so very much appreciate all that support from those. And the really cool thing is that even last year, as we're walking around our Christmas child t-shirts on to have people stop us and ask what we're doing. This past year, we actually had a lady that wanted to help shop and also ended up donating some money to the shopping so that was really cool you know year before last I had a gentleman stop me and say exactly what are you guys doing Uh so I explained it to him and I said wouldn't it be cool if all companies would do this instead of having big Christmas parties that they chose to give back into the community not again tuning our own horn but you know wouldn't it be neat Uh if companies would forego that big expensive Christmas party and bring their own teams together for teamwork, but also to give back into the community. I think it'd be a cool trend. It's a great thing for the team. I mean, it really is a great thing for the team. I think it just, it's been a blessing, I think, for us, for our team to do this. And even though it is a Saturday morning, we are asking people to get up at the crack of dawn to be here because nine o'clock can be the crack of dawn for Saturday morning. If you have children, (laughs) if you have little children, not so much, but if your children have gotten bigger so they actually sleep, it is. Mm -hmm. Anyway, but and it's also one of the Saturdays right there before Christmas, and those are hot 
I mean, there's, that's a busy Saturday for everybody. So we're asking a lot of our people to be here. But I think even asking a lot of our people, and we're working like dogs. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's Saturday morning between 9 and 12. We are, it, there is no, like, it's no rest for the weary. We are working. Yeah. And so we're asking a lot of our people, but it's it, the payback is so great. And I don't think really anybody minds. Like, I've never heard anything negative about it. No, and, you know, ever. and I, I think because they do see these children and they yeah. understand the need, I think it brings joy to them knowing that they are part Part of that, that they're right. part of providing that for that child and the joy that they'll also, you know, they're part of it. It's mm-hmm. part of being part of something. Yeah, it is. And bigger than yourself. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. It's really, it's great. I agree with you. I would challenge the companies to do this also because not to do a Christmas party, but to do this because the payback personally and then for your overall organization is so much better than a Christmas party. Yes. You know, it's so much better. So that's our so challenge. That, yeah, <laughs> it's a good challenge. Uh-huh. That kind of wraps up the whole day of what we do. We start at 9, we end at 12. And like you said, Hayden, it is hustle bustle that it's whole on. time. It's it on. on. Yeah, we actually meet this year at the Cliffdale Center. We'll just start off by, you know, praying over those children and over, you know, the safety for our team. Right. But we go out and do the shopping. We hustle back. We wrap presents. We, you know, have some fun and some fellowship with our lunch and also the games and stuff. Mm -hmm. But it will be a great, joyful time for everybody concerned. Yep, it will be. And then I think also some of the feedback I've gotten from Westgate the Monday after even, or from the people who are there, the therapists are there, or the admin staff who's there when the service coordinators come and different people come to get those big, like you say, Santa bags of gifts has been great because I think it overwhelms the service coordinators of all of the stuff that these families are getting. Mm-hmm. We work really hard to be thrifty with it, but also to really give quality and good stuff to these families and kids right? because they're so, I mean, the stories when you read them just tear you up, tear you up. It does. (laughs) It tears you up. And you know, and I mean, you just realize how much you've got and how Mm -hmm. really blessed you are. And then for these people who have nowhere to sit, nowhere to sleep, nowhere to, you know, I mean, just nothing. It tears you up. Yeah, it really does touch you. And so I think that's why we try to give that information also to the therapist, not the names again, but the stories behind it Mm -hmm. um, of what these children have been through in this short little time of their life. So it just adds to that whole Mm -hmm. part of being able to give back. Exactly. It does. And I think the therapist really... Like I said, you sort of adopt the family. You really mm-hmm. adopt them. You really sort of get connected and feel like you know them, even though it's a short little minute you're shopping and doing for them, but you're working hard to say, okay, well, you know, if they, if it's for a little child who needs pants, shoes, socks, shirt, jacket, you know, so you think, well, they really don't have anything. So I'm not going to go out and buy, you know, nice, nice pants. Let's buy how many pairs of pants can I get that are good quality yet a good price kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Right. Again, very thoughtful shopping. Very thoughtful shopping. That's right. So as we're kind of wrapping this up, Allison, we've described sort of the day. We've described the kids, how we do it, how we get the toys together, the enormity of the project. We're starting now to gear up for our whole project now and and our whole process now. If people would like to, after you've listened to this podcast, you can go to the website at Mm www.christmaschildproject.org and you can see pictures from the events. You can read a little bit more about the events, just get more information in general. You can also donate money if you'd like to. Right. Yep. And also the forms are there for the CDSA caseworkers. And it's just a great resource to be able to understand exactly what we're doing. And like you said, see some of the past years of how we've gone about shopping and that type thing. So it's a neat resource to be able to go back and look. Yeah. You can see a shop until you drop. Yeah. 
and yeah. rapping and, that's right. and the um, the organized chaos that we had involved in. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Let's that's just right. call it that, organized chaos. Mm-hmm. Give me back my tape. <laughs> <laughs> and, or who took that paper? <laughs> anyway, because one thing we didn't comment on was that Allison makes us wrap families in like same kind of wrapping paper. <laughs> and God help you if you run out of the right kind of wrapping paper halfway through your family because then it's like, what? Just free, what do we do? Why? It was one of those organizational things <laughs> that we thought would work, but last year we, everybody was uh, grabbing paper from everybody else, so yeah. it's okay. It's okay. if you mix, <laughs> As long as it's wrapped. That's right. So if you mix a red snowman with a green candy cane, you're going to make it through. It's all right. You will survive. <laughs> it's okay. Let it go. Yeah, that's right. Um, that's right. All right. So we've said it again, www.christmaschildproject.org. Go look at the pictures. Learn a bit more about the event. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. The pictures show how much fun it is. Yes. So we challenge everybody, no Christmas party. Yeah, no Christmas party. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks, Allison. I appreciate it. You're welcome. It's great being here. Thank you. I appreciate it again. (laughs) So thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll catch you another time on another episode of The Working Therapist. Thanks for joining us for today's edition of The Working Therapist, an extension of the Pediatric Developmental Therapy Network. If you would like more information regarding this podcast or would like to get in touch with us for any reason, visit us on the web at www.pediatricdt.com. That's pediatricdt.com. 